Good afternoon and welcome to the MoneyWeb Midday Show. It's 12 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of May. And uh, coming up in the show, given all the results that have been coming out, uh, we have got interviews. Uh, we will be playing with uh, Andries van Heerden, the CEO of Afrimat, as well as, as, well as Darren Healy, uh, the CEO of Famous Brands. Remember that this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Is the land expropriation without compensation plan the biggest threat to the new dawn, as promised by new president, Cyril Ramaphosa? Can SA make any progress against the background of increasing protest action, strikes, and low economic growth? Attend the Brenthurst Wealth SA Quo Vada seminar series, hosted in association with MoneyWeb, to hear the insights of five leading experts. Magnus Haystack of Brenthurst, Ralph Mateja, political analyst, Magda Verzitska of Signia, Glenn Owen of Momentum, and Jean-Pierre Fastard of Fairtree Capital. Bookings at www.quicket.co.za. Search for Brenthurst. Right, Building Materials and Specialty Miner Afrimat announced full year results to the end of February 2018. It saw group revenue of 2.5 billion rand and uh, headline earnings per share growing by 8% uh, to 1 rand 80. Uh, the final dividend came in at 42 cents. A little bit earlier, I caught up with uh, CEO Andries van Heeren and I got his thoughts on those numbers. Headline earnings per share came back a little bit uh, from where it was last year. The business has three major areas of doing business. The one is construction materials, the other is industrial minerals, and the uh, latest contribution is our, our bulk commodities with our iron ore mine in the Northern Cape that we've started. Um, the industrial minerals business did exceptionally well. We had a very good good year there. Um, our construction materials business, uh, we did well in the Western Cape, but in Gauteng and uh, especially in the south of Gauteng and in KZN in the Free State, we saw a, a pullback in, the, in those markets and the business did not do exceptionally well there. And then our iron ore business is a new mine that we bought out of business rescue that we bought into, brought into production um, and we got it into full production in early February just in time to be hit by what Kumba calls the force majeure event on the on the rail where uh, Transnet had a, a couple of derailments and that, that uh, cut back our, our volumes. So all in all, there's a little bit of a mixed bag, very good production or uh, results from our industrial minerals businesses, um, construction, good in the Western Cape, not so good in the rest of the country, and then uh, the bulk commodities coming into production but not reaching the full potential because of external factors. All right, so how is the the run of mine there at the iron ore uh, mine that you you've uh, uh, that you've recently acquired have you got it up to uh, what you wanted to in terms of its capacity? Yes. Yeah, when we bought the mine we always said that we'll be uh, at full capacity, which is our, our design capacity is 80,000 tons a month. We were planning to have that uh, ready by the 1st of March. We actually reached that target one month early. The mine reached full capacity in February, um, but unfortunately, because of the, the limitations on the rail that is now public knowledge, we had to cut back on production again 
to uh, uh, you know to make sure that we, we balance our resources. Uh, so post uh, post year end has that uh, has that issue been resolved yet, or are you still uh, um, producing under capacity? We're still producing under capacity because of the rail limitations. Okay, great. Now, you know, we kind of sit here, uh, you, you talk about the construction materials business having a tough time in uh, Gauteng and uh, KZN. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, it's, certainly it's it's been uh, one of the toughest times uh, on record for our construction companies. Uh, has there been any improvement in sentiment that you've seen that, uh, uh, that might reverse uh, some of that poor performance that you had during the year? Yeah, I wouldn't call it a poor performance. It was was not a, not satisfactory, but all in all, it, you know, it was still much better than than many of our uh, peer construction peers, um, especially because we have such a wide geographic uh, uh, distribution around the country. Um, but looking at the Gauteng business, especially down uh, down south, um, the volumes have picked up a little bit um, post year end. But it's not uh, it's not shooting the lights out, and KZN, especially the northern part of KZN and, and the southern part of the Free State, is still, if not the southern part, the eastern part of the Free State, is still relatively slow compared to previous years. So uh, no, we haven't seen a, a big pickup in those areas. All right. Just in terms of your uh, balance sheet, you've you've taken up a little bit of debt as that uh, uh, acquisition uh, came into effect for the iron ore mine. Just give us your uh, your view on on uh, what sort of levels of debt you're going to be comfortable with uh, in the near future. If you intend to to pay the debt down at the moment, or you you comfortable where you are? Yeah, the business is highly cash generative. So even at at the current rate, we we've paid down the debt already. Uh, quite nicely, and uh, if we don't do anything else, no, no new investments, you know, the business will be debt-free within the next year or so. Um, so, uh, so the the balance sheet is is very strong. The uh, we're sitting with a debt-to-equity ratio at the moment of uh, probably around about 35-36 percent, but uh, an interest cover uh, that is that is quite high. It's uh, somewhere in the 20s, if I can remember correctly. So the business is healthy, and should the right opportunity come around, we will, uh, you know, we we have some more headroom on the on the balance sheet if we wanted to. But uh, for now, I think in the current economic environment, our aim is to have the uh, the debt to equity ratio below 25% before the year end. Fantastic. Uh, if we could just round out the interview, Andres, with a bit of a view on uh, uh, how you see uh, the year ahead and certainly what your plans are for the business. I think in the year ahead, um, construction will probably see the construction materials business move sideways. I, I cannot see uh, big drivers uh, you know, coming over the horizon there, so probably be more of the same. The industrial minerals business, we, uh, we, we've seen good results from our industrial minerals assets, and I think we'll see some more growth from there. The uh, uh, iron ore business is the exciting part. I think we'll be through most of the logistic challenges by mid-year, mid-financial year, year uh, around about August, September, October. We should be through these challenges, um, and then it will pick up very nicely, and that will be quite a big, quite a significant uh, contribution to the, the, the AFRIMAT business. 
once that uh, that business really starts delivering. All right, great. Well, we look forward to uh, catching up with you at the interim stage again, Andres. Uh, and hopefully, I think everyone's uh, hoping that the uh, the initial uh, improvement in sentiment will will carry through into some some uh, structural changes in our economy that will see us grow faster. But thanks for your time today, and, and we'll be uh, speaking to you in the future. Thank you, Warren. Thank you very much. That was Andres van Heerden, the CEO of Afrimat. MoneyWeb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors. Through our Click and Advisor offering, advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients. To find out more, visit www.moneyweb.co.za. All right, uh, famous brands announcing also uh, full year results to the end of 20 uh, to the end of February 2018 uh, that saw uh, certainly, headline earnings per share down 8% to 3.93. A little bit earlier, I caught up with Darren Healy, the CEO, and got his reaction to the numbers. All right, uh, Darren, so just give us your uh, reaction to the results that you've uh, posted, posted to the market today, rather. Yeah, I mean, we, we're very pleased with the results uh, from a different aspect because I'm an South African business, we think has delivered a strong performance. Um, but we accept that the results have been kind of tainted by the GBK performance. And, um, you know, we, we're quite confident that over the long term that, you know, the GBK performance will, will come in line with the South African performance and we'll have a, you know, a nice set of results to, to produce to the market. Just uh, give us the rundown in terms of the, the different geographies you operate in and how the trading was in each of those markets. So primarily the way we report to the market is around the South African business and then the African Middle East market. Uh, as as, as a, another segment, and then the, the UK. So as I said uh, earlier, the, the South African business has, has done well. We, we, we're comfortable with the performance, with strong results uh, across our brands, logistics, and manufacturing business. Africa, interestingly, has done well, although the numbers don't reflect it because we have had some exchange rate uh, challenges there. You know, obviously, with the landing strong during the year, uh, and we bring that, that revenue back. And also, our Botswana business didn't deliver. Uh, what what they expected from it. So the results were subdued there, although the performance was pleasing from our perspective, and we think we're on the on the right track. And then the the, the, the UK business, particularly GBK, not necessarily our multi business, under the, the, delivered our expectations. And obviously we had some uh, once off, uh, you know, impairment and provision for property related expenses there, which have really significantly impacted on our group uh, results. Just uh, take us through uh, regarding that, that that impairment that you had to raise, but certainly what uh, changes you've made to that business uh, to try and get it right. So the impairment is at, at three levels. One, it's group because we obviously reduced the carrying value of our of our own investment in GBK. And then within the GBK business itself, we've made a provision for property-related expenses, which is not defined as an impairment, but hits the PML, and then we've impaired the, the property plant and equipment. Uh, and you know it's really just in line with what you know the performance of the business and more particularly the the UK market. But we remain optimistic about you know what's what's going to happen there. The economy is going to be tough. Uh, we still think the the brand is a is a good consumer brand. It's got the right proposition. But we're really struggling with like for like sales at the moment. And you know effectively you know, turnovers are down in the same restaurant sales versus last year, and uh, directly as a result of of less frequent visits from from consumers. It doesn't really appear that they they're going anywhere else. They're just simply, you know, staying away from the category as a whole. Uh, on the or not staying away as a whole, but their frequency in the category is a lot less than what it was this time last year. Uh, what sort of performance would you like to see from the business in the year ahead? 
Yeah, we, we think that our, our South African business is on track to uh, certainly deliver similar results to what is delivered in, in, in the second half, so we, we don't have much discomfort with that. I think if the exchange rate stays stable, we'll see an improved performance in our Africa business, and, and we know that our Botswana business is coming right. We've seen um, some dramatic improvement, and it's very much similar to the South African economy, so it's just lagging behind. Uh, in the UK, we're expecting a, a, a tough year ahead still. I, I don't think we're going to have a dramatic recovery. I think we'll see some improvements on some of the variables, but it's still going to be a tough, tough 12 months. So very much focused on our South African business. We know what we're going to do in the UK, and I think Africa is probably the, you know, the exciting part for us. All right, uh, and and quite, quite, just quite an interesting market because uh, obviously uh, operating, I imagine, in Africa, uh, developing the supply chains to support your businesses is uh, quite a tricky task. I mean, just uh, give us a, a feel for some of the challenges that you've experienced there, and are there any more markets you'll be uh, entering in the near future? Yeah, you're quite right. The supply chain is probably the hardest part of, of the whole management program around Africa. Um, and we've had pockets of success. We've always got some challenges around that. Uh, you know, certain markets like Botswana is a lot easier. We, in the year ahead, we plan to only open one new territory being Debonair's Pizza in Saudi Arabia. So that's part of our Middle East business, although we call it Africa Middle East. So nothing necessarily in, on the African continent right now as we plan. I mean, things do change, but certainly in the outlook for, for the, the balance of this financial year, we don't, don't plan to. But lots of work taking place on the supply chain. We do have quite a large export component from South Africa. So because we're in logistics and manufacturing in South Africa, we are able to uh, do quite a lot of export, and that, that does streamline the supply chain. We have line of sight. But you know, really the, the, the strategy and the agenda is to try and get as much localized product as possible to invest in those economies, and, and it's challenging. In a place like Nigeria, we have gone further up the value chain, so we do have a factory we do have some basic logistics, uh, and, and that's really the, the, the best framework. But we use outsourced service providers, and I think generally across Africa, you know, people are recognizing that logistics is a key uh, you know, a variable, and as, as infrastructure gets better, logistics gets better. Um, and, and some markets, as I said, we've done a much better job than others, and some still remain very challenging. Uh, just a, a question around the, the level of competition you're seeing in South Africa. Uh, trading was fairly strong there, but uh, uh, I mean, are, are you are you seeing uh, elevated levels of, of competition in the in the uh, the sort of uh, market segments you operate in? Yeah, I, well, I'm always cautious about talking about competitors, but I, I think uh, I, I think anecdotally, I'll say that my, my sense is that we are seeing probably a, a de-intensifying of competition. I think the last two to three years have been pretty intense with some arrival of global players, and that has certainly settled down. So, you know, I'd like to think that you know, everyone competes hard, but in terms of the intensity, it's probably slowing down a bit, but that doesn't mean it's not competitive. Uh, so I, I think that there has been an onslaught. Uh, I think we've managed it well, but I am starting to see that you know, some of the, the players are probably finding it harder than they maybe anticipated. Uh, and we are seeing some rationalization of the industry at an entry level, so less new entrepreneurial you know, players coming into the market. All right, uh, great. Uh, Darren, do you, do you provide any guidance uh, f- for the forthcoming year? No, we typically, we typically don't offer guidance. Um, I think what we have said we'll probably this year provide some uh, updates at our annual general meeting, which is on the 28th of July. 
Uh, but no, we typically don't um, uh, provide uh, guidance on that. Okay, great. Well, uh, all the best for the year ahead, and uh, hopefully we uh, we see improved sentiment as well in our certainly in our local market. And we look forward to chatting to you uh, at your half year results. No, much appreciated. Thank you very much, and thanks for the opportunity. That was Darren Healy, the CEO of Famous Brands. Remember, this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. The CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saiga.co.za. That brings us to the end of the MoneyWeb at Midday show. Remember, of course, at 6 p.m., our English and Afrikaans-speaking shows kick off. Uh, be sure to tune in there to catch the rest of the day's business news and analysis. Cheers for now.